Welcome to Homemade in Alberta, featuring the rising stars of Alberta country music and their songs. My name is Sarah Scott. Thanks so much for hanging out. In the spotlight this week is the Calgary singer, entertainer, and songwriter, Robert Goss. I've had the chance to speak with him before, but it's been a few years, and it was so wonderful to catch up. Now, of course, in this episode, you are going to learn a lot more about Robert. We talk all about how growing up, music really was a part of the family tradition. We talk about how he has taken the local YYC country music scene by storm. We talk about how he has also built up quite the reputation in the music scene across Alberta and who he has performed alongside. We also talk about his songwriting and how his original pieces are definitely going to get you off your feet and dancing. And of course, so much more. You're also going to hear his latest release, Drink 'em If You Got 'em. Well, I'm pretty darn excited for this episode, so let's get right on into it. All right. Well, first off, Robert, thank you so much for joining me for Homemade in Alberta. I remember you came into my old radio station a few years ago now to talk about Blackjack when you were on Made in Alberta. So it's lovely to get you on this brand new platform of Homemade in Alberta. And you are from Calgary and you grew up and music was always a part of your family tradition. If not a jam session, it was a kitchen party. Heck yes. And it is still really a family affair for you guys and everyone's invited. So I got to know more about you once again. So tell us again, where did it all start for Robert Goss? For me, it's it, it's kind of started really when I turned 18 and started getting into the bars and seeing what my dad did with his life with respects to uh, being a full-time professional musician. For me, I did not have any inclination to be a musician when I was younger. I listened to the most gangster of gangster rap growing up. I still do. My playlists go from Snoop Dogg to Johnny Cash so and everything in between. So mainly for me, it was it was just getting into the bars and uh, seeing what was going on. I would get up singing with my dad and start singing some of their stuff that, that they had put out. Old Lefty Frizzell stuff, Charlie Pride, that kind of stuff. Uh, I got up singing like that. And positive reinforcement from my peers encouraging me to get involved and start a band and and I did and I'm I'm glad I did because I haven't looked back. Well, you have been releasing some really really good songs so I know everybody else is very happy that you never looked back either and you continued on with your music and you said that you had a wide variety of influences and also a wide variety of playlist ads and artists that you listen to. I saw on Instagram this past summer, you got to meet Ja Rule. We got to talk about that for a second. Nostalgia's coming back hard here. <laughs> we did. We do a, a charity event every year for Tundra Process Solutions. And I think they're tied in with Wajax right now as well. There's a couple companies there, but we've, we've done this gig four or five times in a row. And we got to do it at the National Tent downtown this year. So we were really excited. Big stage, big sound. Let's go. We got that done. And then when we were done the gig, they're like, yeah, you know, we have to get out of here right away because Jaw Rules playing here tonight. We're like, what the heck? Jaw Rules playing here? Like, I can remember blasting his music in my BMW at 18 and 19 years old and loving life at the same time. So we stuck around and uh, we ended up getting to meet him. My wife and her girlfriends were all giddy about it. It was quite funny. But when we all left, we, we left with our uh, with our gear, of course, had my backpack guitar on and we're walking out and we ended up leaving at the same time as he did. He went out the back door. We went out the side door and we ended up 
hanging out and having a quick chat. Got to take some selfies, totally fangirled out. That's my jaw rule story. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he's a really nice person. Please tell me he's a really nice person. He was totally nice. He was definitely shorter than I expected. I knew he wasn't a super tall guy, but he was definitely nice and more than accommodating. That sounds so cool. Now back to you. Now you have taken the local country music scene by storm and you are a continual staple at various venues in Calgary, like Ranchman's and Big Al's Bar. You've also hit up the Knoxville Tavern stage, the Cowboys Dance Hall stage, the Weston Ballroom, the Calgary Petroleum Club, as well as the parade route for the Calgary Stampede. That is really cool. So you have entertained numerous businesses and corporations and a lot of people over the years. So being a part of Calgary in the music scene, what does it mean to you? And how do you see the country music scene in Calgary? For, for me, I just, it's a sense of community and it's nice to, to be able to hang. And that's kind of what I've been saying the last few months here because things have been rolling and opportunities have been presented to me and I'm trying to take full advantage of them. But it's more the community. I remember when I first got started and I remember, you know, jealously looking at these bands on stage at Big Al's and stuff like that going, man, I wish I could, I could do that and, and hang with these people, you know, like when I first got into it, you know, Shannon Smith, you know, Chris LeBlanc, Scott Skirving, all these people were kind of on the scene doing their thing. You know, Laurie Cole, these were like the bands. Uh, Shane Chisholm was a name back in the day, too. He had a band going here. He's living in Nashville now. But I wanted to hang with those people. And I never seen myself as equals. And through a bunch of hard work and and being able to be accepted by these people, which is, you know, they're, they're, they, they've accepted me with open arms. They accept everybody with open arms. It's, it's a community thing. So that, that's what it's about for me here in Calgary is just being able to hang with the big dogs, I call it, because it's just nice to know that you can, you can do what they do. Right. You're also one of the big dogs, Robert. Do not downgrade yourself. You are a <laughs> massive dog in the Calgary country music scene and in the music scene as a whole. And you have built up quite the reputation in the music scene across Canada and in Alberta. And you're no stranger to the big stage. And you've had the privilege of opening up for Doc Walker, the Roadhammers, Megan Patrick, Bobby Wills, Adam Gregory, Charlie Major, Doc Walker, Julian Austin. You're Robert doing your and- look at you doing your homework. You're doing your homework. <laughs> I've done my homework and you've played with a lot of amazing people and that is incredible. So to be able to play alongside these guys and open up for these guys, tell us a bit about your experiences. Oh boy. Well, one, one gentleman in particular, the almighty Mr. Gordon Bamford, I've kind of idolized him through my music career for years, always playing his stuff. One of the first players that I played with that played with Gord was was Mike Bork he played guitar for Gord for uh, for a little while I don't know exactly how long but I that was like when day job came out stuff like that then a friend of ours Lisa Dodd she ended up getting an opportunity to play bass for Gord and she's been playing with him for a while so that was cool and then through some of these charity gigs I got the opportunity to open for Gord and and meet him a couple times and he is a class act all around and always wanted to get the chance to do like a public opening and stuff like that and the opportunity came here in in april we got the opportunity to open for him and aaron goodvin at the grand reopening of ranchments and i'm a firm believer that you know everything happens for a reason right so you know we ended up doing that and then they ended up getting forward asked me to get up on stage and sing a tune with them which freaked me right out been on the ranchman stage many times but i've never been called up by gord bamford to sing in front of a sold out crowd which was unbelievable for me it was it was a night I, I won't forget we've got some deadly pictures of that that I'm gonna have hanging in my bar room here downstairs at the at the goss bar but you know we, we got an opportunity to do that 
And with that, through my friends at MCC Recording Studios, Dave Temple and Johnny Gasparic, who, who plays in my band, you know, we all approached Gord about doing one of his tunes, see if he would if he would give up one of his one of his songs that maybe he wasn't willing to record or didn't want to, and something he could he could pass along. And he obliged, and that blew us away. And that's where Drink 'Em If You Got 'Em came from. And he graciously gave up that tune, and we recorded it. And now we're tracking it to radio, and it's doing pretty good. That is a really cool story. I love that. Now, to tie in the last two topics together, where would you love to play and bring your music to, and who would you love to open for you? Who Who would I like to open for? Who would I like to open for me? Who would you like to open for you? Oh my goodness. Who I don't even know how to answer that question. If I ever get to the point where I have somebody opening for me, then we're having a different conversation. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, sure. I obviously born and raised in Calgary. If I ever got to play the dome, that would be insanity. And I have no clue who I would get to open for me. You know what? You know what I would probably do? If I could get away with it, I'd let my family open for me. I'd get my old man up there, get my dad up to do a tune or two. Why not? We'd drag him up on stage every now and again and He's kind of taught me everything that I know with respects to the business and trying to be professional and cordial in this industry. And yeah, I'd get my dad to open for me at the Saddle Dome. Why not? That is the best. That really is a family affair right there. That is so cool. So I'll word it this way. Who do you love to share the stage with one day? Canadian or American? Canadian. Either one. Either one. Oh my goodness. They're putting me on the spot now. Holy smokes. Share the stage with a Canadian artist. Let me chew this for a second. Well, you know what? I'm going to keep sticking it with my man, Gord. You know, if there was a some point that I could ever do a collaboration with Gord Bamford and rip out a Canadian honky-tonk tune, 100%, that's where I'd stick with. Good choice. He is a good, yeah. good choice. Now, you have released a few songs here. You have Blackjack, the one that I got to know you with, yeah. In a Country Song, and Relapse of Relaxation. And now you got Drink Em If You Got Em. So Drink Em If You Got Em was the Gore Bamford song. Now Blackjack, In a Country Song, and Relapse of Relaxation, those are your songs. So tell us a bit about a writing session with you. Do you sit down? Do you start with a melody? Do you start with the lyrics? How does it work for you in a writing room? With me, you know what's funny is trying to sit down and apply myself when I'm writing is, to me, is is difficult. I'm trying to wrap my brain around you know, structurizing a song like that. With In a Country Song and Blackjack, they came to me. Like when I wrote those songs, they just came to me. It didn't take very long to write them. I think I told you this prior, but In a Country Song, I literally had to pull over on the side of the road and I had it done in in 15 minutes. And some writers might might be able to back me up on this. That's kind of just how it happens. You know, you can definitely work and, and rhyme and structure a tune, but either they come to you or they don't. And within a country song, it's, I'm glad you asked about it because we're going to do a little bit of a remix on it just to do some things and we're going to release it to streaming platforms. I don't know if I'm going to track it to radio yet, but it's going to be coming out soon so that people can download it and, and put some content on my page. But yeah, I find it just comes to you. It just comes to you. And I, I've been talking about it for years to sit down and do some collaborative writing with other artists. And I, I think this winter, hopefully I'll be a little bit slower and I'll have some time to do that. All right. So Robert, you are incredible as a solo artist, of course, but you have a wonderful, wonderful band who have been with you for quite some time and very loyal to you for some time as well, who hit the stage with you as many times as they can. So tell us a bit about your band. My band. I love my band. My my right hand band, I call it. Um, we've got we've got Johnny Gasparic and Bill Blaney on lead guitars in my band. They've been there for quite some time. Bill's been there for a while. Johnny's been with us for a few years. Johnny, as you know, is a 
recording engineer and producer at MCC Recording Studios, who just won the CCMA Recording Studio of the Year. So kudos to those guys. Yeah, so we got Johnny in there and Bill Blaney. Bill Blaney, he's recorded some stuff. He's put some tunes out as well. And he's a local musician as well, plays with people and is you know active in the jam scene and that kind of stuff. Been with me for a while. And my sister Marina plays bass guitar in my band. She's been with me since day one. She started singing uh, backup vocals and then eventually got back into playing bass guitar. So now she plays bass for me. And on the drums, we've got Kim Butts and Jerry Tolan right now that are kind of alternating duties, you know, because we're all juggling schedules and you know some of these guys are full-time musicians so it's definitely fun trying to thread the needle when somebody calls you for a gig right like oh can you do this gig right away my first answer is yes but let me check with my band so and then I have to make all the phone calls and and do that stuff as a band leader and hope that they're not playing with somebody else or have already booked because then I have to start farming around but you know given Calgary and our music scene it's not hard to find a musician you just have to throw a rock and you'll hit one (laughs) (laughs) Calgary is good for that. You'll always be able to find somebody, that's for sure. Now, we got to talk about your latest song, Drink Em If You Got Em. You mentioned Gore Bamford gave it to you. So how did you put your own twist and your own spin on it in the studio? Man, that's a good question. Because when we got the demo, the demo came in. It was sang by a gentleman, one of the writers, Timothy Baker. There's three writers on that song, Timothy Baker, Monty Holmes, and uh, Buddy Owens. And Buddy Owens has written some mega hits for Gore Bamford and Montgomery Gentry, Blake Shelton, all kinds of people. So highly decorated writers on there. So I'm, I'm listening to this demo, and the demo sounds like a master track. I'm like, how do we even make this better? Like, how... How do we do this? And that's where the mastermind of Johnny Gasparic came in. And he just said, bro, we're going to honky talk this thing right, right out of here. And he put his brain on it and, you know, come up with a couple of the licks and stuff like that. And really, I have to give it to Johnny on this one. And, you know, trying, trying to make it me was, was something I struggled with because as an artist, when you're releasing stuff, you, you try to release your own material, right? And this wasn't mine, but it spoke to me when, when we did it because we had a whole bunch of stuff that was pitched to us. And this was the one that stuck out like a sore thumb in a really good way. Yeah, we just, we, we, we kept it going. And the fact that, you know, it's Southern Alberta that we're in and, you know, the farming references and things like that with the breweries, it, it was just, it made too much sense. And the timing of it was impeccable because of harvest season. So I'm hoping we got a whole bunch of farmers out there in their, in their Kubotas or their, or their John Deere's and they're rocking out there bumping my stuff because, uh, yeah, we, we really had fun with it. <laughs> so if you have a drink in your hand, when you got a drink in your hand, what kind of drink can we find in your hand? Drink in my you hand. Got <laughs> these days, these days, it's a little contradictory for me because I would be drinking the finest ginger ale that the bar has in stock. I haven't drank in almost three years. So there's no drinking for me. Respect. I respect that. That is so cool. So where can everybody find out more about you and hear all of your music? For me, my mainstays are the social media, obviously, Robert Goss official on Instagram and uh, Robert Goss recording artist on Facebook. But yeah, you can definitely get at me on my Instagram and Facebook pages. You bet. Wonderful. Well, before I add in the song here, introduce your latest release for us right now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Drink Em If You Got Em by Robert Goss. Well, I rolled in this joint with an empty tank. Hound dog thirsty, summer sun baked. This neon oasis was a calling my name And my friends in low places were feeling the same We got a job to do come Friday night And it ain't 
gun till we do it up right. So drink them if you got them all the way to the bottom. Yeah, it's alcohol abuse to trap a nice cold brew. Leave it all alone in a bottle. So drink them if you got them. Whoa, drink them if you got And all the hard-working folks turning barley and hops into a good-time drink for every good-time spot. Let's raise one up, we can't let them down. What the whole world needs is another round. So drink them if you got them, all the way to the bottom. Yeah, it's alcohol abuse to trap a nice cold brew. Leave it all alone in a bottle So drink them if you got them Yeah, drink them if you got them Oh, tip them up, toss them back, let's cut loose Every time we get together, y'all, that's what we do So drink them if you got them To trap a nice cold brew Leave it all alone in a bottle So drink them if you got them All the way to the bottom Oh, it's alcohol abuse To trap a nice cold brew Leave it all alone in a bottle So drink them if you got them There is our guest, Robert Goss, with his latest, Drink em If You Got em. What a fun song right there. And of course, that song and all of his music is available wherever you buy, download, or stream your songs right now. And make sure you do follow along on his very exciting and very promising musical journey on Instagram and Facebook, like he mentioned. And he also does have a website robertgoss.com.wordpress.com for you to learn all about this musician. A massive, massive thank you going out to Robert for hanging out on Homemade in Alberta this week. That was a ton of fun to catch up, and you are more than welcome back anytime. That is your Homemade in Alberta for this week. Thank you so much for hanging out. My name is Sarah Scott. Have a great rest of your day. (laughs) 